Welcome to Sort My Money podcast, where you'll learn tried and tested techniques that are unsurpassed in Australia to help you take control of your money and give you financial peace of mind. Want to learn how to create successful money habits and budget planning to finally get your finances on track and turbocharge your financial future? Let's find out how with financial coach David Rankin. Welcome to episode five of your A to Z budget planning series, where we'll be covering letters I and J of successful money habits so you can finally get your finances on track and turbocharge your financial journey. So let's start with the letter I, David. What does I stand for? I is for incidentals. Uh, Let me explain. A well-organized budget, it's a bit like the layers of a black forest ghetto. It's multifaceted and the top layer, in my opinion here, and as per some things I've said already in this podcast, is your main bank account. You've got your wage coming into that account. You've got all your direct debits coming out of that. It's kind of like the engine room of your finances. The next layer down in my example would consist of your dedicated living expenses account. That's for all day-to-day spending on food, drink, petrol, and the like. It's the expenses that I describe as food and drink for you and your car. Mm. Then you've got another layer in this in this cake. And the next one down is what I call the, your incidentals bank account. And this is for discretionary and emergency spending. It's your non-day-to-day spending, but it's still quite important It's things we all need. We all need clothes. uh, We all need shoes. Um, We don't necessarily need concert tickets, but it's one of those nice things in life. Uh, It's for other things which are not so great, urgent dental appointments or heaven forbid you smash your phone and you have to get your screen replaced. It's that kind of non-day-to-day expense that you need to pay pretty quick or, again, heaven forbid, to pay a traffic fine or a speeding fine. It's really all the things that make real life just that real. And this really is the difference between theory and practice. It's making your budget real. It's not leading a, a robot of a life. It's leading a real human life. And it's allowing you to have the funds and the cash to pay for all those things that come up that don't come up in a spreadsheet. You really need four incidentals. You need a dedicated account. And if you can have a dedicated account, it might be with a different bank to your regular bank with an attached debit card. And I don't want you to pay a monthly fee for this account, by the way. That's a great way of doing it. It might be a debit card that you have in the back of your purse or the back of your wallet. And you'd pay yourself, I would say every month on the same day, every month you'd pay yourself into this incidentals account. And paying yourself is the idea of abundance. We talk a lot here about your budget being abundant and about you paying allowances to yourself to be able to flourish and to be able to live the life you want to live. And so this monthly allowance into your dedicated account, a great example for that might be you see a pair of jeans on special in a shopping mall for say a hundred bucks. I want you to make a conscious decision on whether you purchase those and whether you want to spend a hundred dollars of the current balance of your incidentals account. Now, part of the choice would be related to when is this in your incidentals month? If you pay yourself money into your incidentals account on the first day of every month, 
and you see these genes on the second, you might decide you're just going to leave it a while because you just want to leave that cash alone. If you see them three weeks later and your incidentals balance is looking good, you might say, hell, I can afford those. I'm going to have those genes. It's not the yes or the no that's important. As I always say, it's the process of conscious decision making. It's being money mindful that's important. So if I can just get you to think in a conscious, money mindful way, you are a grown up, you can make the decision yourself. But making the decision is where it's at. Now, once you do um, make that decision, and if you do make that purchase of those genes, there's no hangover afterwards, there's no buyer's remorse, there's no bad feeling because you have taken a conscious, money mindful decision from the outset. You know where the money's coming from, you've got the allowance for it, you can afford it. To quote the L'Oreal ad, you are worth it. And so it's really a great feeling. It's a win-win. You've gone through the process. You've been conscious. Shopping doesn't get any more guilt-free than this. I love this. And it really ties back beautifully into one of the other letters. And that was around delayed gratification. Now, imagine if you have been saving regularly, putting money aside in this incidental bank account, and all of a sudden you see something, as you said, maybe something is on special or maybe something has come out and you think, you know what, I would love to have that guess what? I can have that because I've taken the process, followed the strategy, and uh, I have money put aside. I mean, how good would that feel? It feels great. And you're so right, Anne-Marie. I could equally here stand for indulgence because the incidentals account and the incidentals balance, this is not a savings plan. This is, if anything, a delayed spending plan. Now, a lot of people who talk about budgets are all about the shoestring. Uh, the shoestring gets you nowhere. It lasts approximately two days. It's not interesting. Um, it's not rewarding. It's not sustainable. And therefore, people's budgets don't last. But once you realize that there is a degree of indulgence in your budget and that this is for you, and nothing else, just for you to make you happy, to, to get you through life, to, to meet the real costs of life and to treat yourself, then it just becomes really nice and rewarding and you deserve it. And I'll just add one more thing about that, Anne-Marie. In this context, what I say is your incidentals balance, if you have money left at the end of the month, don't transfer that into your savings account. Leave it in your incidentals balance and let that build up. There's more treats in store for you. This is planned. This is responsible. This is affordable. And you can afford to indulge a little bit. And that is makes your budget more enjoyable and sustainable. Oh, and so much fun because you can see your incidentals growing. And you know what, as you, you shared in, in that example, you might decide, well, do I, or, or go through the decision, do I want that? And said, well, no, I, I'm going to make an empowered decision. I, I'm going to wait. And as you said, it gives you that choice. It really gives you that ability to be able to make that informed decision, whether it be yes or not yet or whatever it might be. I love that. So that is I for in. Incidentals, what does J stand for? J stands for just-in-time payments. Let me explain. So there's a bit of history to just-in-time payments. Just-in-time production method was pioneered by 
Toyota in the middle of the 20th century, and it's rippled around the globe ever since and changed the way uh, industry works. Before just in time, uh, companies around the world used to stockpile parts and spend an awful lot of money on on that and waste money. In fact, basically, production became more efficient because of the this uh, because of this pioneering process by Toyota. I want to apply this principle to personal finances. I don't want people to pay bills late, obviously, because that's wasteful and gives rise to late payment fees and hurts your credit rating. But I also think it's not good to make payments much earlier than they're due. And now, a lot of people will be surprised that I'm making this point, but I have the privilege of getting to see how a lot of different people manage their finances. And strangely enough, I see a lot of people paying things early and they pay early out of fear. A bill comes in and they just can't pay it fast enough. Now, that bill might be due in four weeks time, but that money goes out today because they don't have the information, they don't have the power, and they feel some fear. Once you start to master your money, you realize there's no fear in any bills, that you can afford them. You have a system to be able to afford anything, to, to pay for all your bills. And really, a more systemized, efficient approach is better. Pay things on time, pay things slightly early, and when you do so, rather than paying too early, you will maximize your cash flow. What's cash flow? It's money in the bank. You'll maximize your account balance at any given time by paying efficiently. Diarize the amounts and due dates. That's my tip of bills. Know when Netflix is coming out each month and how much it is. Know when uh, you know any other streaming services or any regular payments you have, how much they are and what date they're due, and then just pay them on time. Sometimes you might have what I call lumpy infrequent payments, such as utility bills. Those can certainly catch you off guard. And my tip there is to implement bill smoothing. Again, it's more efficient. It's more the just-in-time payment method. This involves your provider, for example, your electricity provider, debiting weekly or fortnightly or monthly a consistent amount based on your historic usage. And usually the best way to do that, the best debit day is the day after your payday. So if you get paid fortnightly, your electricity gets debited at a standard amount every fortnight on the day after payday. Again, it's about optimizing your cash flow. That's such an important uh, tip, all of those, you know, just-in-time payments. And what I love that you've reinforced, it's the behaviour around that, that feeling of fear. But what you're really doing is you're through this entire, you know, A to Z budget planning series, it's really helping us to become for more mindful around money, our habits, but also how we're feeling around it too. And the, the things that you have just shared, again, allow us to look at um, addressing and, and paying our bills in a far more empowering way. Are there any more tips and insights around the just-in-time payments you want to share with us? There are more tips, Anne-Marie, and you pick up on something very important, feelings and emotions. They can drive what we do. And if we feel fear, we will pay and act fearfully. If we feel peace and calm and peace of mind and in control, we will act accordingly. And yes. this is what this is all about. It's about good feeling 
finances. And sometimes it's a bit counterintuitive, isn't it? You know, you might expect me to say, pay as early as you can and live off as little as you can and <laughs> make this as hard as you can. And I'm saying completely the opposite of all those messages. And another sort of apparent contradiction is often, quite honestly, it's better to pay things more frequently, even if it's a bit more expensive. A great example of that is insurance. Insurance tends to be pretty big ticket item, whether it's car insurance, contents insurance, house insurance, whatever it is. And you can pay it annually and it can be a few dollars cheaper. But do you know what? It's probably better to pay it monthly and to pay a little bit more again just in time, maximizing your cash flow, maximizing your peace of mind, maximizing your control. And to your point, Anne-Marie, making you feel better, making you feel happy. Mm -hmm. um, I think the same could be said of school fees, um, even state school fees. You have the option quite often to pay more regularly rather than at the start of the school year. And I know some Australian states will have higher fees, like Victoria is known for high fees. So you're, if you're in Victoria, and you have even state school fees, uh, think about paying every fortnight. As an example, during the year, a car registration is another great example. Think about if you can in your state paying quarterly rather than um, annually. Uh, if you're in a state such as Victoria, which requires really ambulance cover, again, think about paying quarterly rather than annually, just in time, smoothing out those payments, maximizing cash flow, money in the bank, making you feel in control and giving you peace of mind. If people have listened to this episode where I was for incidentals, Jay, just-in-time payments, and they'd love to connect and to chat with you, David, what's the best way for them to do that? The best way to connect is to go to my company's website, sortmymoney.com.au, or to give us a call on 1300 983861. And either way, it will lead to a conversation with myself. Fantastic. Thanks, David. Thanks, Anne-Marie. You've been listening to Sort My Money podcast. Want to create successful money habits so you can finally get your finances on track and turbocharge your financial future? Go ahead and book a Sort My Money consultation by going to www.sortmymoney.com.au or call us on 1300 98 38 61. That's 1300 98 3861.